Lord of the Rings yeah. or Star Wars? That's the real question. Oh, for me, Star Wars hands down. Fair. Harry? Um, I'll be honest, I've actually only seen one Lord of the Rings film, that's when I was like five. I know I would love them though, I just never, never got around to watch them. Fucking watch all extended versions this weekend, mate. Yeah, it's about that time. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, my boy Ollie, yo, and my boy Harry. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How is everyone? Very well, mate. Very well. A bit tired, but I'll live. I'm still I'm still exhausted from the Fury fight, man. I've <laughs> I've had a few nights sleep since then, obviously, but I didn't uh, watch just the not fight live. I didn't watch the fight live, but I watched the full fight the next day and. Yeah. Fury absolutely mm. dominated Wilder. He did. It Every was good. sense of the word. It was good. But then Wilder can't hide behind any excuses no more, boy. No. Can't be done. But uh but yeah. We're talking about football today, as we do every week. <laughs> yeah. As um, every podcast. Normally we do a bit of news, but because we're running on a tight schedule today, we're just gonna go through the preview. But well, I say that, but before we do that, I did wanna we Harry obviously since the whole Newcastle things happened, I texted you earlier today to let you know that I am going to throw to you and get your. And get, you're going to have a little rant, I think, about the whole Newcastle thing. So uh, I'll just throw to you, man, as we haven't heard your views on, you know, firstly the um, purchase of the club by the Saudi, the Saudi Arabia organization consortium or whatever you'd like to call interest it. Interest fund. And then. Um, yeah, and then about the transfers and the potential manager signings. Go, go, the floor is yours. Well, there's, there's so many like question marks over this whole thing. Like the operative one being this obviously tried to happen. Was it last year? When they initially yeah. like looked like it's gonna happen, and then the Premier League was like uh, they don't, haven't passed their ownership test, and then out of nowhere last week it's like, oh yeah, this is going through. By the way. What has changed between now and then, where they're now able to to pass this this anonymous ownership test that, that they weren't able to do last year? Um, I, I have so, no idea, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there was just, one small like, thing. About, there was one small thing about the um, illegal streaming over in like the Middle East and stuff. Um, about Premier League, and if they've cracked down on that, then the Premier League might be like, oh. Welcome. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's it's good for. I'm happy for Newcastle fans that they're rid of Mike Ashley. As funny as it was for the rest of us watching all these years, um, but at the same time, is it like out of the frying pan into the fire, where they just got a whole new set of different problems with these owners? Yeah, they might win the league, but at what cost? You know, yeah. with all the humanitarian issues and, and stuff like that. And I know a couple of Newcastle fans who didn't even want this takeover. They don't, they don't want to just bankroll their way up to the top. Like, having waited all that time, that's just seems like a, a bit of an anticlimax to do it that way. To me, anyway, that's how it, it comes off, across. But um, there was another point I was going to make. It's come out of my head. Come back to me in a moment. Yep, no worries. But it's like one thing I was thinking about the other, earlier was like, also, Newcastle fans are going to have to, like, I see it, there's a lot of sensitive Newcastle fans out and about at the moment online and stuff like that about this whole thing. And they're going to have to get used to the fact that they're hated now. It's just a part of, like, Chelsea ah, fans. That was it. Oh, Thank you. Jogged it back into my head. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a lot of Newcastle fans in the last week claiming that they have the best fans in the country and that St. James Park is always a great atmosphere. And. That is a load of bollocks. It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> okay, what they do have is they turn up in numbers every week. Yeah, play. They they're loyal play. fans for sure. But the not atmosphere at St James's Park has been dead for yeah. years. Admittedly, yeah. the team's been not great, and you know you could say they've not been given anything to cheer about. But the best fan base in the country would be two in regardless every single week. And I don't. When I watch Newcastle on telly, I don't hear chants coming from the stats. Whereas, no. you know, even at, like, United, you call them all the glory seekers and that. Even at Old Trafford, you're always hearing the fans chanting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and that's not me saying United are the best fans in the country, but as an example, that 
someone's better than Newcastle. Oh yeah, no, I think I don't, I don't even know if they're top ten in the Premier League. If we're being, if we if being, if we really looked into it, but yeah, um, yeah no, I uh, I agree. Yeah, but you Newcastle fans are just gonna have to get a f- deal with the fact that everyone hates them now. Chelsea fans have to deal with it. City fans have had to deal with it. Now Newcastle fans are gonna have to deal with it. Um, yeah, I want to see what you say about people that claim that Newcastle were a big club and deserve this because I don't think they do at all. They were good in the early 1900s, if we're gonna be honest. Um, what, what they have is a good there's a very high percentage of people who support their local team in that city yeah and that's great that's what I think part of the reason you see Newcastle fans inexplicably in various parts of the country like Newcastle West Ham Leeds you get fans of those teams popping up all over the country yeah. without seemingly any reason but people in that area just they identify with their team yeah and I, love, I do love Newcastle and Geordies, I have to say. They are great people. But, um, yeah, to claim that they are the best fans in the Premier League is a bit crazy. Um, so what do you think about Steve Bruce and the man that... And who do you think would potentially replace him? Who would be a good idea? Have you seen the links? Well, I've heard Conte's name thrown around, Mourinho's name thrown Conte around. Conte and Rodgers. name thrown around. Yeah, Conte and Rodgers pretty much threw themselves out of the race as soon as they could possibly could and said that neither of them were interested. Um, but it's looking like, what was it, Stephen Gerrard, Frank Lampard, and that. I think that's it now. I think between them two, basically. And then yeah. Graham Jones, or whatever his name is, the uh, assistant head coach at the moment. Um, I think yeah. it's a good chance for Lampard. I don't think Gerrard should go for it. Yeah, Lampard. Uh, yeah, Lampard could be interesting. We were saying with Bard uh, yeah, on Tuesday that we, if if not that, maybe the England under 21 job. But, um, Gerrard, I think Gerrard could stay at Rangers a couple more years and then try to go to the Liverpool job whenever Klopp moves on yeah yeah because uh, Mark put that in earlier and said the reply that he got from that thing was Bielsa oh yeah uh, that would be I don't think that's going to happen did you get a response on the end Harry? I don't think so no and I've already had my dinner now so it's all good oh, no. what did you have? Uh, I just had a pizza mate. I'm oh, very nice. yeah I had a pizza for lunch <laughs> nice. I had a salad but, uh, for lunch <laughs> Nice. But what about transfers, Age? Because you've been, obviously been seeing, there's been loads of transfers about um, rumours of them, like Aaron Ramsey, uh, Coutinho, Sterling, Ricardo. Yeah, uh, well, I, I can't remember if it was one of you boys or not, but they said apparently they've been linked with Van der Beek, Baye, Lingard, yeah. and Martial. Yeah. Well, that's going to cost a 100 million plus for the yeah. forum off the bat. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, well, certainly some of them aren't, wouldn't be a, a particularly wise investment, I don't think. No, they don't particularly. Lingard should go back to West Ham. Yeah, they don't really make the team much better than they are now, if we're being honest. It's just United rejects, half of them. Well, most yeah. of them, yeah. I just hope, I just really want Newcastle to get relegated before the season ends now, so, uh, well, by season's end, so that uh, it doesn't, so that we can have one more year of just being chill. Uh, until they come in, I know Harry. You obviously wouldn't want them to come down, but uh, but you'll be in League One, so it won't matter. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, interesting. Any any last thoughts on that age before we get into the previews, mate? That's pretty much it, to be fair. But um, as uh, as a football league fan, you know, fuck fuck them basically. <laughs> you know. yeah. Oh, what do you think of Mike Cassidy potentially going to Derby? Oh, hilarious, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I just wanted to add was the fact that if, and hopefully when, Newcastle will get relegated this season, is that it's going to give basically an extra year of breathing room for, for everyone else in the in the, in the Prem, even though they still have that money, but they won't be as, on a, sort of, they won't be as attractive as they are sort of being in, in Prem, having Prem football. Um, when they're being sort of in the championship, you, you're trying to get players to come to you. You're a bit like, well, we're in the championship at the moment, but yeah, we, we'll be back in the Prem next season. Most people will probably be like, well, I'll come next season then. I'll come next. It might year. give some. Other, it might also give some other teams chances to try and get more big money investment themselves. Yeah. And screw Newcastle over, exactly. which would be fucking hilarious. The other if everyone else, if they go down and everyone else. Just like, right, we'll get a load of money now before they come back. 
If there are any countries watching, buy Crystal Palace, please. <laughs> Come on. Uh, who's not bought it? Who's what's a massively rich company that's not bought a team yet? Um, Singapore. Singapore. Come buy Palace, man. You, yeah. We'll. Um, I mean, I don't know what we'll do, but just come. I was going to say we'll do something nice for you, but I have no idea what that would be. Um, <laughs> We'll love you guys though. You'll have the whole of Palace South London rocket. South London Singapore connection. Whoa. Be lit. Right, anyway. Give these wild eagles to the population. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Alright, let's let's get into this. Let's get into this. Right, big game. Uh, I say there's not really a big game this weekend. Um it's quite a spread out game where there's uh not there's like one awful game that I haven't really written anything about and <laughs> that's that. Norwich Brighton. <laughs> Because um, that should be pretty self-explanatory at this point. I don't think I've actually previewed. I don't think we previewed a Norwich game yet. No. And I can. I intend to continue to not preview them for the rest of the season. I'm not gonna lie. But um, but the first one I wanted to get into is because uh, well, it's the most exciting for us is uh, Arsenal obviously at home to Crystal Palace this weekend. The return of Vieira to well, I mean. No, Vieira going to the Emirates, I guess, for the first time. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, uh, the return of Vieira to the Arsenal fans and all that. Obviously, both teams been pretty... I don't know. Both pre- I don't know. Both teams have been pretty okay, I guess, if you take everything into account this season so far. On an average, um, they've both been yeah. sort of okay. We've had three good games, but we've also had three awful games. You guys have just been pretty yeah, average throughout the whole season. We've only lost two to Chelsea and Liverpool. Fine. You know, we beat Spurs, drawn West Ham, drawn with Brentford, drawn with Leicester, drawn with Brighton. We probably you should have one more. Huh? You guys have not won a game yet. Beat Spurs, mate. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, we should have three wins. That's what we should have. Mm. But we've got one and four four draws. But, um, but yeah. Uh, but, obviously, I was saying, yeah, both teams coming off drawing their last game. Obviously, you, you against Brighton and us against Leicester. Um, in terms of team news, um, we have Eze back now. Um, I don't... I, I wouldn't imagine he'll feature... He definitely won't start this game. He may come on at some point, maybe, but I, I don't think so. Um, yeah, but then five he... minutes at the end or something. Yeah, but I, I, I expect him to be fit and ready for the Newcastle game the following weekend, which uh, which would be great, a great one for him to get his first outing back from injury. I think he can definitely cause some problems. Uh, and yeah, Nathan, Nathan Ferguson's still out. As for you guys, you guys got a little bit of a, pro- a problem with um, Partey and Martinelli potentially missing the game on Monday. Martinelli through injury and Partey through international duty and, and timing and stuff like that. And then obviously no Xhaka. Um, but um, Arteta's, I don't know if you've seen this, but he said after Christmas is when his return date is looking like. Yeah. Which is quite a hit for Arsenal, to be honest. Um, Martinelli, not a massive hit, I don't think. No. Um, I, I meant more like Xhaka. Xhaka yeah. The Xhaka one is a hit. Xhaka, yeah, it is um, a bit of a hit in all honesty but if if Partey's only a, a maybe to be out then uh, hopefully he'll, he'll play but if not we'll have probably El Nenny and Lokonga or something um, Lokonga's what, yeah Lokonga's not bad but he's just very young and yeah. um, inexperienced yeah inexperienced in that El Nenny very average um, at the best oh, of times yeah. so hopefully uh, our back is strong Partey and Xhaka would be physically match up well with our midfield but I feel with Lukonga and Elneny maybe like due to Lukonga's inexperience someone like a MacArthur or Luka could put pressure on him and force him into mistakes and Elneny is he's Elneny and he so we'll just see what happens there but you never know um party could well be back um little fun fact for you boys which uh, obviously depending on where you think you're going to go this might sway you in the last five Premier League games between the two, it has res- resulted in one Palace win, one Arsenal win, and three draws. So you know, very, very well, very even, I guess. But well, yeah. But um, I, I personally have, I think this is going to be a draw, but I can't decide whether this is going to be a nil-nil or like a three-three, because either like, I'm exactly either the same just, as you. It's just a boring game where nothing happens and it's nil-nil. Or just both defenses collapse and the attackers just have their way, and it's like three or by by ninety minutes. Yeah, but I, I think just, we'll just cancel each other out. Yeah, I could just see a draw happening. But then the fact that Arsenal are at home could maybe lean towards an Arsenal win. But I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't say. No, I'll, I'll back. I'll back a Palace win every day anyway because I'll always back Palace to win. But I do think realistically it's going to be a draw. But um, yeah, thoughts, Ollie. Thoughts. Um... 
don't really have that many really, <laughs> in all honesty. It's just nothing I haven't said in the past sort of well in the last podcast really. I think it all should be an interesting game. Um we seem to be fairly evenly matched. Um again, same I've got the same thoughts as you really about the result. I think probably gonna be a draw, but I'd like to back Arsenal um for a win at the Emirates, but who knows? I'm thinking maybe one one, two two maybe. I don't, I'm not 100% sure if it will be a nil-nil. I think something, there will be maybe a goal or two. Well, hopefully two goals for Arsenal. But either way, yeah. A draw. I think it will be good vibes with Vieira coming back and stuff. I think it will be quite... I don't think there will be like a hostile atmosphere. No, there no. It will like all be very well be yeah. respectful. And every, or yeah. I'd like to think it will be very respectful um, to, to Vieira from the Arsenal fans. And um, yeah, I'm sure he'll... Embrace the uh, the welcome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what Ola say can do with his hopefully his first Premier League start. But uh, H, what's your thoughts on this game, mate? Is the uh, neutral? I think I think Arsenal will get the job done here. Um, I do think there'll be goals. I think it'll be a close one, maybe two nil, two one. Um, but I've, there's no pressure on Palace in this game, really. To be honest, all, all the pressure's on Arsenal this game. Um, if they want to. Be achieving, you know, top ten. Where I don't know what Arsenal's personal target is this year, but these they gotta be winning like games at home yeah. against no disrespect against Crystal Palace teams yeah, yeah. like that. Um, and I, I think they will get it done. Actually, they're on definitely well unbeaten in four league games. Is it? Yeah. Um, they were pretty yeah. bad in their last game. Yeah. I think I think being at home after international break fans in the stadium I think I think someone will get spurred on someone will have a good game and a Bamiang or an Odegaard or whoever yeah. and, uh, I think that could be the difference but again wouldn't be surprised to see Palace get something out of the game yeah it's a t- it is a really tough one because obviously like you say like that's what I was saying like with Arsenal being at home obviously that's a big factor for them um, and then yeah like you know it could be any game that a Bamiang decides to pop decides to, to do something it's and then take up. another couple of weeks off yeah. Um, but then again, you never know, like, uh, like we're saying, Arsenal obviously stru- really struggled against Brighton, a team that we like dominated when we played them, but then obviously let up with a silly mistake goal at the end to give them the to, to give them a point, which we shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of a mad one. It could go either way. I um, one thing I did want to say though is uh, all the shit that you guys were giving me about Arteta being manager of the month, mate. Arteta and our women's manager both got manager of the month. Yeah. I'd- they, they still don't think they should have. No. Well, it happened, all right? It happened. Oh, I was the right. Manager they okay. asked the women's manager. Okay. Yeah. And um, what's the name of well, Ronald, Ronaldo got player of the month, and he shouldn't have got player of the month. Yeah. yeah. No, right yeah. His name is Jonas something, I think. Oh, nice. Jonas. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's Tim Pot. Uh, but yeah, that is what it is. But right, second game. And bro- the biggest Wait. game of the week. What? Oh, sorry, who's. Politics. Sorry, people. Technical difficulties, but we were just talking about the Man United game, so I'm just going to get back into that. Blame Mark. Yeah, Man United, obviously, Maguire. uh, I think (laughs) you're Maguire. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. Maguire and um, what's his face? Ran. They're out. Fred's out. Cavani's out. Rashford back. Leicester got injuries. James Justin, Wesley Fofana, Wilfred and Deedee, and Johnny Evans. That is quite a list, isn't it, boys? It is of injury uh, of, of key players but um, I don't know Leicester have been pretty bad um, they're getting goals but they're leaking goals um, they could really do a win here where are they in the league right now they are sitting at 13th in the league only a point above us um, with a minus three goal difference this season Not and a uh, little fun fact for you um, this weekend, Leicester could make it three consecutive wins over Man United in all competitions. The first time since November 1901. Bloody hell. Quite a while ago. Before football, before football even was a proper thing, basically. Or, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, ha- ha- what do you guys think of this, the Leicester-Man United game? I think it, it might be the hardest game to predict that we've done so yeah. far this season. Because I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester won four 0 and I wouldn't be surprised if Man United win four 0 Yeah, and um, it could also be nil nil because and it could also it just could be like be a one nil shutout. And it yeah. could be the best game of the season. Yeah, I'm very but, um, much of the same opinion to be honest. It could be anything. Ten nil. 
<laughs> Why not? I think I'm going to plump two all. I'm going to go two all. I think. So. Two all. So well, I need United to get a win here because I need Sancho and Fernandez to get me some, bring me some points in. I've got quite Harry. Hey, obviously it's the Gay Pride, um, Smelly Alley, Smelly Alley uh, oh. game two of the uh, series. Yeah, um, I got a lot of exclamation marks this week. Yeah, me too, mate. Me too. Don't worry. Okay, I've got, cool, cool, cool. I've got about five players out at the moment, so it's uh, it's pretty horrendous. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I, I just I I think United are going to win it. Some, but it's going to be like a three-two, um, because there's no way they're going to keep goals out, and I can't see Leicester doing either. But um, Ollie, what do you think, man? Um, yeah, I. Um, hopefully, Leicester might actually be able to pick up a bit of a maybe a surprise result here, um, give their season a bit more of a, a boost. Um, obviously, United have been quite shaky recently um, not been the best and with the amount of injuries they've got it could be time for Leicester it could be their time but I'm going to go for 2-1 Leicester 2-1 Leicester I like yeah. it I like it um, yeah I don't know with Rogers, like obviously he committed his future to uh to Leicester earlier saying that he's happy here and obviously um, getting rid of any uh, rumours that he might go to Newcastle but I have seen rumours that apparently he's being eyed up to uh, go for City next once Pep's out what would you guys think about that now attacking wise that would be fantastic Mm -hmm. Um, but defensively not so stuck but then again you got like you can't be that bad if you've got what what, Edison Walker Laporte, um, Diaz. Laporte, Diaz, and Cancelo. Yeah, you can't be bad defensively if you've got all them lot. They're ridiculous players. But um, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. City, though, I think they, if they're going to be, they should go for a manager a bit more decorated, I guess, than than Rogers. If they want to win the Champions League, if they want to do all these things and be the best, maybe someone that's a bit decorated that has got any, more any experience names, in that way. Any names that come to mind? Um, because I can't really think of anyone. No, we've still got another like year and a half until that happens. Anyway, is it what, is it 2023? I think that Pep said he's gonna go. Um, just trying to think. No, Conte uh, maybe. Vieira. Maybe. You never know. Could have, a, <laughs> yeah. could have a couple of FA Cups under his belt by then. Yeah, but no, Gareth Southgate. Maybe. Oh, they better keep their hands off. Uh, it's probably be Arteta, really. I don't think Gareth Southgate. I think Gareth Southgate won't be long for the England job. No. I think after the World Cup, done, he won't. I don't think he's going to re-up his contract. Um, no, it'll be Arteta that goes to City. I think. Back to City. England, for a Is that once Arsenal get relegated? <laughs> or? No, no. This is this has been oh. the plan. This is the tactical masterclass that uh, that we're going to be doing. You know, Wenger did it all the time with his uh, his ways, and uh, this is going to be another. Arsenal tactical masterclass. Let's go in and you get Vieira in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bring a uh, we bring Vieira in, and so Arteta goes to City. Arteta, okay. Arteta was, brings City down from the inside. Right. Okay. That's it. To be fair, he used to play for City also, so he, he could just go straight to. to City, he, he was and then keep Arteta. He was assistant manager. Well, Arteta was manager at, uh, at City, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, Vieira, he's an eagle now, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, it feels weird to say still. But, um, but yeah, right. So we got. Well, I don't even know what I, I'm. I'm like not picking this game because I was also putting an acker down for the weekend, and I am definitely not having this game on there. Yeah. There's no chance I'm having the Man United Leicester game because that that's a bet. That's a gambler's nightmare. That one. Um, sure. Brentford Chelsea, another one that is actually. On paper, you're thinking, right, okay, Chelsea, three points. Easy done weekend. But not with the Brentford that we've obviously been seeing this so, so far this year on the actual pitch. You know, they're very, fo- the they're a very uh, a feisty team, man. They like to stay in it. But yeah. um, Chelsea have shown some vulnerability as well in the yeah. last few games. Absolutely. And that vulnerability, Harry, might only be even bigger now because it looks like they could be without Lukaku. They could be without Rudiger. It could be about Reese James again. 
They're and they're definitely without Thiago Silva, Kante and Pulisic. God, my front so, three and know. my fantasy team is going to be screwed this week. Lukaku's out, Cavani's out. probably transfer got... Lukaku out. Mm, probably not. Um, and then the only other striker I've got is Harry Kane, who's done fuck all, <laughs> all season. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, but he's yeah, one of those players that, that your um, front three in the fantasy league on paper is so scary, but actually done nothing. Yep, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Lukaku has, but oh, Lukaku, has. yeah, yeah no, no, Cavani Lukaku and uh, Kane have done nothing. Yeah, no, fair enough. My front three is actually disgustingly awful in my fantasy <laughs> league, but the rest of my team is good. It's just that I just didn't invest in strikers. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so yeah, obviously Chelsea about that because Brentford. They've, they've been lucky with the injuries, no new injuries, not, and their team's basically, they'll be able to send out a fully foot team that played last weekend or the weekend before, wherever it was. Um, little fun fact, the last time Brentford beat Chelsea in any competition was not, was March 1947. So, you know, we're going we're going away back, obviously. For Bre all of Brentford's stats, we're going away back. Um, but yeah, I, I as good as Brentford have been, and as feisty as they've been, uh, I I just can't see him because even like even though that Thiago Silva and Rudiger well Rudiger could potentially is like like it says it's still likely to feature but he has a slight back problem so even with Thiago Silva out what you still got Shalaba Christensen Rudiger and then make, and if no Rudiger you can put Aspilicueta there so I I don't know man this is just a step above I, I'm back in Chelsea for the win here I feel pretty confident in saying that I know it's not a hot take but. Yeah. Away at Brentford, I feel pretty confident Chelsea can get the job and extend their title. To, well, their lead in the top of the Premier League. Yeah, no, I agree. To be honest, I think that as much as Brentford have been a bit of a an unknown this season, one game they look really good, the next they don't look good at all. Um, I think Chelsea will still be the uh, the more dominant of the uh, of the two teams and will get the job done. Yeah, I mean, Brentford can lose this and. And it not affect them for the rest of the season. Like yeah, well, I mean, if they lose this, they're still on twelve points. Yeah, you're playing, you're playing against Chelsea. Um, but to be fair, they they've been playing without any fear, so so you know you never know what might happen. But I can't see this affecting them too much if they do lose. Yeah, no, definitely. And if they do win, they're going they're going into the top four, boys. If other results go their way, yeah, it's pretty impressive to be fair to them. But uh, I'm just looking at Chelsea. They've only conceded three goals so far this year, Blimey. which is uh, and they've scored 15. Their Man City have also only conceded three goals, which is pretty mad. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think Chelsea get the job done. It, they, I mean, they should do. If they can't get the job done, I don't know. It's a bit. They can't be winning the Premier League basically because you can't beat Brentford away. You know, you don't deserve to win the Premier League. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's a better point, isn't it? But uh, no Lukaku could be pretty interesting if they got to rely on Werner for the weekend to yeah. get their goals. We haven't really talked about that enough, the fact that they might have to rely on Werner. Goodness. See how far they got them last year. Well, they won the Champions League still, but... Um, in the and Mason Mount has been an absolute no-show for them so far. Yeah. And for England. Oh, so goodness. Oh, my Lord. I've just looked at my... Yeah, it was in the summer as well. Yeah. Just looked at my fantasy team and exclamation mark was everywhere. Have a look. <laughs> Can you see it on the screen? Edison, uh, Thiago Silva and uh, Lukaku, all of, the, of my starting 11 at the moment, all have little yellow um, exclamation marks, all got 75% chance of playing. Um, two of them are just literally due to international duty. Uh, Gundogan, 50% chance of playing because he picked up a knock. Uh, Cavani, 50% chance of playing because of international duty. And Rashford, 50% chance due to... Uh, Lack of match fitness. So, six players. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, I've got one, two, three, four, five players out. Allison, Wilson, Jesus, King, and Maguire. Yeah. None of them are 100% out on my team. No, me neither. There's good chances that most of them probably won't play. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be another low scoring. Well, it was last week. I only got 18 points last week. I had an awful week last week. But, no, um, I'm against. Um, George this week and last time it was there was only one point between the two of us. Uh, it's first week of the um, of fantasy and uh, he's now not got Fern uh, Ferran Torres as well. 
another another injury for the uh, for City, which is awful. Exactly. But um, yeah, next, are we all back in Chelsea for the win there, or has anyone got any Brentford back in Brentford? Hey, you seem like a kind of guy back. No, Brentford. no, no, I'll take care. Uh, <laughs> like an underdog. Yeah, no, I'll take Chelsea this game definitely. Chelsea, nice. Right, Watford, Liverpool. I don't think Watford has ever been this high up on the priority of game previews before, but it is only because they're playing Liverpool, yeah. and there is not actually any other big games going on really. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, Liverpool, the only unbeaten team in the league still. Um, and Ranieri's first game as Watford manager. So, yeah, I wanted to get like an over-under. So I'll, I'll give a number and then I want to, for like how many games Ranieri's going to survive. And then you either take the over, because you, if you think you're going to hit over that, or the under, if you think you'll, that you'll go. And then we'll come back to this when he eventually gets fired and see who won. All right. So I'm trying to think where effects. So we're seven games into the season. So we've got what thirty-one games left, including this week. And including this week, I'll give an over/under of. I'll be generous. I'll say twenty games, over/under, for Ranieri. I think he'll last the season. Okay, so Oli will go take the over. over. Harry. Uh, well, I had in my head eighteen. Oh, I was, okay. I was estimating about February. So. Um... Yeah, I'll say under. Go on. You take the under. So okay, Harry's taking the under. Ollie's taking the over. We'll come back and when he gets when he does get sacked, because I think he's going to get sacked before the end of the season. I'm just trying yeah. to give a fair. But when was the last time two, two managers got sacked in one season from one team? When was the last time Watford were in the Premier League? <laughs> True. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, but it could definitely it's early enough in the season that we yeah, could see yeah. a double sacking. And Ranieri is not... I'm sorry, he's not the guy, though. He's definitely not going to do You're what they want guy, him to pal. do. You're not that guy. And they have a really... Hold on, let me... Oh, they got, in 18 games, they got Brighton. So I can see them losing that. Uh, they've got there. a really tough... So they've got Liverpool next, then Everton, then Southampton, then Arsenal, then Man United, then Leicester, then Chelsea, then Man City, then Brentford. Well, maybe a point out of that. I still think they'll stay up. I think he'll get sacked in 18 games, and I think they'll still stay up. Do you think? Yeah. I don't know, man. Because you got to think that Leeds, I, I, do, I, I back Leeds, Southampton, and Burnley to keep it to keep it together more than Watford, right now. Um, yeah, I think I think all of them will as well. Mm, I'm not but sure. Norwich definitely going down. Who do you think's going down? Uh, Norwich, Burnley, Newcastle. If uh, if Leeds, Southampton, and Burnley, Arsenal. <laughs> no, I don't, I think Southampton will go down. I think Norwich yeah. will go down. Um, definitely those two. Come back to me in a couple of weeks. Mm. Mm. I feel like you're going to say Palace. No so offense, but I think Palace. You never know Palace. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Newcastle could go down. Southampton could go down. Leeds, I think, will be fine. I, if, I think if Watford do that, I think it'll be by the skin of their teeth. They're gonna be wrong. Yeah. I mean, if that Watford team stays up with Ranieri and we don't, then we are we are that we are a shit. <laughs> um, that is bad. Like, very. I, I yeah, I can't see Watford staying up. Also, really teams like Brighton and Wolves could just become really shit at any moment as well. Yeah. That's true. Brentford again could become really shit. At any yeah, you can't underestimate how bad Southampton are. Yet to win, but we'll come on to that. So Watford, yes, obviously, uh, Liverpool will be without Allison, Fabinho, Harvey Elliott, but they are they are, will get Alexander Arnold, Jota, and Thiago and Thiago back uh, to full fitness. So they could, you know, do something like that. Watford could be without Josh King, but that nothing has been confirmed yet. And then, um, in terms of uh, fun facts for you, Liverpool have never lost back-to-back games against Watford, but the last game between these two was a three-nil win by Watford. So. Could, uh, omens could be could be a call. Oh yeah, that was the was that the season their unbeaten they... run, wasn't it? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say was yeah. that the season that they won the league? It was indeed. Um but yeah, I uh I'm back in Liverpool man. Yeah, there's there's no probably be stupid not yeah. to. Yeah. Um back in Liverpool, I can't see Watford doing anything here. They only have Ismaili Saar. And yeah, I was gonna say one of the two of their players might not be playing. They could double team they could literally double team Saar and still be completely fine. Mm. So, like, I, I don't know. It is what it is, but I think yeah, I think they'll get the job done pretty easily here. H, have you got any other 
Anything else to add? Any other sort of ideas about the game? Watford maybe sneaky sneaky like. Uh, well, I did hear Tom Cleverley saying he was really excited that they'd appointed Ranieri, which I was surprised. Like, I mean, it actually seemed genuine. It wasn't just, you know, something you say to the media. It actually seemed really bloody excited. Um, you know, what you never know. Sometimes a new manager. <laughs> Sometimes a new manager just boys up a squad, don't they? But That's true. I think against Liverpool pre- in your first game, I can't really see it happening. I think yeah, and Premier uh, League winning manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice true. dude as well. Very nice, nice man, very nice man. We won't have any Ranieri, well, horrible Ranieri slander on here because he is a very nice man. Yeah. But he's not a very, but he's a very nice man. A very nice man. <laughs> I think um, you were yeah. a little bit too quiet there. I'm not sure if your mic 100 percent picked up all of that out, but we all know, we all know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty controversial stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, net, right, we're whizzing through these. Next game, Man City Burnley. Another, uh, we're getting a lot of games where it's kind of big teams versus smaller teams, mm. so it's kind of easy to sort of predict. The only one that's been hard, I guess, were the first two: Arsenal, Ch- uh, Palace, and the uh, United game. and the Leicester Man United game, just because of how up in the air all four of those teams are right now. Like you can't really put your finger on them. Mm. But more of these teams, you can sort of put your finger on, right? So Man City Burnley. We know Burnley can play this, you know, a, a physical uh, game of football, which you know it, brought, it 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 did unsettle some teams like Liverpool, but who old, but they ultimately got the job done pretty fine. And I think if if they can do that, I don't see why Man City can't get this job done with the you know with the plethora of incredible talent that they have at their disposal. Obviously, like we said earlier, Zinchenko, Gundogan, and Ferran Torres all out to injuries. Ferran Torres six weeks, yeah. that is a huge injury, um, and he was really kicking on. And then obviously Gabriel Jesus and Edison due to their international um, commitments. Uh, ben Mee is a bit touch and go apparently, but Sean Dyche is pretty hopeful. Apart from that, there's no new injuries at all. Um, and a crazy, a crazy stat is Man City have taken 28 points from a possible 30 against Burnley in the Premier League. Whatever. Yeah. And that's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, I write that. Um, yeah. So yeah, pretty crazy. But. Um, who, Does that uh, mean they've only ever they've won all of their games apart bar one which they drew? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I think that was the game Ashley Barnes scored some kind of worldie. Yeah, it was. It. I think so. Yeah. Mad. It's crazy though, isn't it? That. Mm. Uh, so I mean, history on the side, and just common sense on the side. I uh, I I'm pretty sure City are going to win this, and get and get the job done. Pretty even even with their. Sort of injuries. They still have Foden, Grealish, De Bruyne. Although it would be interesting to see who plays striker if they've not got Ferran Torres or uh, Gabriel Jesus for this. Yeah. Um, well, they're going to have to play. Well, they'll probably play like Grealish as that centre forward role. That's what they've been yeah, doing I recently. I guess. And then maybe you'll see Sterling. Oh, he's in Re- Sorry to uh, sidetrack. He's in Riyad Mahrez on the Ballon d'Or list. Yeah. That kind Weird. of annoyed me a little bit because I was yeah. a bit like, he Weird. definitely should not be there. There's other players that deserve to be there that aren't there. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. But um, just well, uh, on the back know. of that comment about the Ballon d'Or, uh, um, who is it? Kaylor Navas recently said that there needs to be a, uh, a goalkeeper should have their own Ballon d'Or. They should have like their own sort of category for it because there's no chance that goalkeepers are ever going to win. Because it, it, it just favours outfield players so much more. Yeah. It's hard enough for defenders to get high up that list, let alone a goalkeeper. Yeah, it's, it's just like that. And so it's like NFL, man. MVP always goes to quarterbacks. It's just yeah. how it is, man. And yeah, it's just how it is. It's a bit annoying, but it's just because they are. I know, it, even though it's. Is it true? I guess to keep. Well, pretty much goalkeeper is probably the most important position on the pitch, really, if you think about it. Yeah, I thought. I don't know. I think I guess you only have one. That's the only. And no one else can play every result, thing, You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. no. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you got a different. Unless Joel Ward, he loves loves a goal line clearance. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, it's a, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I don't think. think, no, right. think there should, should be an award. There should be a separate award. Yeah. Not yeah. Called, well, there is not best goalkeeper. Isn't there? there is a best goalkeeper of the year award. Yeah. But well, I guess they not... have the team of the year, don't they? Yeah, so but it's not like the, or the, the Ballon d'Or, I think. It's just so prestigious. It's basically the highest level of award that you can get as an individual. And 
That's a load of bollocks. Huh? Even the Ballon d'Or's a load of bollocks. Yeah. True. I don't buy into yeah. it, mate. No, the thing is, no one actually, time. no one cares about the Ballon d'Or. Like us football, football fans, us football fans don't care about yeah, that. Players care, but fans don't. Yeah, and I, I think at this point, players probably a bit like it's, until Messi and Ronaldo go. Yeah, it's lost. It's probably it's, not worth them even caring about it. I definitely think it's lost some of its, um, some of its touch or some of its novelty that it did have, being such a, a prestigious award because it's literally just been Messi or Ronaldo for the last however many years now, and it's probably just getting a bit boring. Yeah, no, definitely. Players are just like, well, until Messi and Ronaldo go, what's the point? Yeah. There's no point. There's no point. Right, we've got to kick on, boys, because we are we are uh, running out of time. But uh, Newcastle Spurs, boys. Um, obviously, a bit of a win, because obviously Nuno needs to win. Steve Bruce needs to win. Both teams are pretty desperate, I think, right now. Steve Bruce is 1,000th game, which is incredible that he's got this far. Um, I did see, oh, what was it? Is is overall, like, points per game is, like, one or something like that. So he averages a draw a, a game. Draws, yeah. He just averages a draw a game, basically. Um, better than none. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Spurs have uh, better than De Boer. But Spurs have got, obviously, Christian Romero, Giovanni Lo Celso, Emerson Royale, David Sanchez, all back for this game. Although having Emerson Royale almost hinders you more than uh, <laughs> is anything good for you right now, from what I've seen anyway. Yeah, he does uh, not. But then it's either him or Tanganga, so it's either like shoot yourself in the foot or shoot yourself in the other foot. Like, what are you going to do? Like... Um, and then you've got Newcastle, got uh, Dubravka back, Lascelles back, John Joe Selby back, and hopefully, 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 Callum Wilson. Because I need him from a pro, I need him from a fantasy league to start firing again. Okay? Um, hopefully he'll be back. Um, a week longer. Yeah, but Joe Willock is out, unfortunately. Ollie, I know, you know, keep, I don't know if you still like Joe Willock or anything like that. I don't know why, I know it's Arsenal, <laughs> but I just instantly assume that you still care about Joe Willock. He's out. Uh, um, sort of, he's up in against Wolves. I have a. Yeah. He's always always going to have some sort of soft spot for him, but yeah, you want to see X players do well, don't you? Yeah. Unless, Unless they're Ozil, how do you feel about Ozil? No, I, I'm not bothered about Ozil. He's does, he can do what he does. Yeah. We'll probably play him next season when he's playing at Newcastle. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, true, true. When the, yeah, Deli Ali and uh, Ozil. Uh, he runs off, runs off celebrating and hugs Gamasaurus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, sorry. Wrong mascot. You see Gunnosaurus and just he comes out with a, with a Newcastle shirt on <laughs> to the game. Up the magpies. <laughs> okay, so a little fun fact about this game is Spurs have dropped four points against has dropped four points against against Newcastle last season, with equal equalizers for the magpies coming in the 90th and 85th minute in the two games. They're a jammy team, this Newcastle team, when they play Spurs, and Spurs are definitely. A, uh, anything but good right now if we're going to be completely honest so this I believe that Spurs will get the job done because I think I think there are games that they are obviously going to win you know they will They will, you know they've still got Son and Kane and them lot so but if anyone's going to do it Newcastle could be a bit jammy uh, thoughts boys thoughts if it was possible for both teams to lose I would prefer that um, unfortunately it's not so both these teams are massive losers, though. Yeah. So, you know, we can just, you can keep that, you can have that in your heart. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's a given. Um, yeah. No, I think that Spurs have probably got a better chance of winning it, but maybe Newcastle with this, the news over the last couple of weeks, is going to spur them on to get some sort of shocking result. But um, who knows, really? Hmm? That's a good shout. Spur them on. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think, I think there'll be. Uh... 10 minutes of noise from Newcastle fans and then oh, nice. and then they'll then they'll remember that. 9 minutes longer than usual yeah nice yeah they'll come crashing back down to earth realise they're still the same team they were two weeks ago and uh, I think yeah Spurs 2-0 Spurs 2-0 confident confident in uh, Nuno and his and his men fair play oh no I'm confident in Sonny oh okay fair play yeah. <laughs> oh yeah Shaggy I, I could do could do with Newcastle getting a win here if Callum Wilson playing because obviously yeah you got Son in you, um, but yeah no, fair enough. I think I think Spurs will get the win though. If they don't, then like man, Nuno's got to go, man. Like it'd be good over and under for how many he how many games he he would last, but we, we won't come on to that yet. Whatever it is, um, under. yeah. <laughs> Everton West Ham. This could be very interesting. Potentially has has game of the week written all over it. This Everton West Ham game. 
Um, actually, no, it doesn't because I've forgotten that Calvert Lewin and Richarlison are out. So maybe not. I'm uh, obviously they they have got Coleman back, they've got Dinier back, and they've got Iwobi back. Uh, but yeah, like Calvert Lewin, Richarlison, and Godfrey are still out. Um, Hammers have got uh, Rice, Kufau, and Antonio back fit for the game this weekend from all their international duties. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're both doing pretty well this season. Obviously, Everton up in fifth, I think, right now. Um, yeah, Everton up in fifth right now. You know, only lost it once. Andros Townsend is an absolute baller right now for them. Um, looking like the best winger in the Premier League right now. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think West Ham will get the job done. Before I throw to you, this might sway you, though, boys. Everton have won more Premier League games with 27 and scored more uh, Premier League goals with 87 against West Ham than they have any other side in the competition. So, if Everton are going to win and get goals, this is the game they're going to do it in, if history is to tell us anything. Does that sway you guys at all? No, this ain't the same West Ham. Yeah. Not saying that Everton can't win. They absolutely can. Uh, but this West Ham team is different than West Ham teams of old. Yeah. No, I'm with you. They uh, they got some resilience about them, and obviously, like having having the fact that they got 100% have Rice, Kufau, and Antonio in that squad, fit, fit and ready to go, will be a big boost to everyone else in that team. Definitely. And yeah, I mean, I as good as Everton have been, Kufau and Creswell are potentially the best wing back duo in the league this year so far on how they've played, and I just think that they might they have a better chance of shutting down a Damari Gray and a Townsend. And, and and then they're forced to go through Rondon. And I feel pretty safe if I'm West Ham and they've got to go through Rondon to get the result. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to back, back the uh, London boys, the West London boys. If, they, if, they, if they're getting shut off by Sofal and uh, Cresswell, then what are they going to do? They're going to cut inside and then they're going to meet Rice and Suchek. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. Right. Unless they... Unless they can outpace people, which yeah, you know they could. Gray and Townsend could, but yeah, I just you know, I don't know. I I don't see is that is that um, is that Everton? So you, you know at Goodison Park, so you never know. They could Everton may have to try going over the top. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we're I probably going to see uh, route one football. I reckon we're probably going to see the similar sort of West Ham that came out against Leicester and had a storming game. And did them over. Um, I think the West Ham for me are gonna are gonna win. I'm not sure about the score prediction, but I I think yeah, West Ham will win. They're, yeah, they're, I, I would have wanted to win. Yeah, with the injuries that Everton have got, I think yeah, as, as good as Townsend and Tamari um, Gray are, and that yeah, if you, you can't really replace Calvert Lewin, Richarlison, Godfrey. Like they're not easy people to replace. Uh. I mean, they've got Decore, who is at the moment playing like one of the best midfielders in the world. Um, he's absolutely smashing it. So you never know. But I'm back in. Yeah, I'm back in the London boys. Yeah. I think they'll get it done. Right, a um, little rivalry just game. Before this. we move on to this one, we have a comment from your dad, Alf. He said, "Not oh, have this, but uh, missed this. But did you discuss uh, this? Amazing for an 18-year-old. Pedri agrees, uh, agrees a new Barcelona contract with a one billion euro release clause." Uh, yeah, we um, haven't discussed it, but um, it is crazy. It's a bit of a win-win for Barca, really. Um, they either keep a very talented player, or they get a billion um, dollar, a billion euros, which is probably what they're hoping for <laughs> because they want to get out of this debt that they're in. No, 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 no. But he's not good enough. Yeah, it's a deterrent, if anything. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not good enough. Imagine the, imagine the bank buying him off of Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> He just plays for the Banks Under League team for a while. Yeah. He's got a better chance of going to Team HMP than uh, than anyone else buying him. If we're being honest, like with that one billion euro, it's just stupid. It's just it's just Barcelona being stupid. If you know they're sure. they're a stupid stupid team. That's me being nice. I just try not to get yeah. uh, cancelled. We haven't even mentioned out. HMP FC's new signing yet. Oh uh, yeah, we're not. We're gonna move on from. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do news. We're gonna have a big news sweep on Thursday or Tuesday. Sorry. And, and get that stuff done. But yes, Aston Villa Wolves, a little Midlands derby, boys. Should be quite good this one. Um, both teams going going forward are fantastic. And then obviously we know that the Villa's defense is is actually very solid and probably both the best keeper in the league, I'd imagine, if we're being honest. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, this could be this will be difficult. I, I think West 
I think Wolves will score. Villa, Villa haven't got Morgan, Sanson, Liam Bailey and Trezeguet. Um, and Wolves are without Pedro Neto and Johnny Otto. But they've been without these guys for a little while now. So it's nothing too, nothing too new to these two, either of these two teams. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. But the little fun fact is uh, Wolves have won four of the last seven Prem games against Villa. Nice little easy one there. So you know, you know, uh, history's on their side. But I'm, I'm gonna back, I'm gonna back Villa. I just, I think they're too good at the moment, man. They're sort of my team outside of Palace that I'm really rooting for this year, um, and I want them to do well. But um, yeah, Harry, what do you think, mate? Do you think Wolves can get a result here, or is it? Um, I've still not seen enough of them, like, to to say that I could could predict them over Villa, like. They got yeah. They started scoring a couple more, I guess, but I don't know. Villa just just have more players I can look at on the team sheet and be like, well, yeah, I, could, I can fully see them turning up and winning this match today. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wolves, you know, what they were a year and a half ago, very exciting team. They all played well for each other and stuff, but they didn't seem to have that kind of exciting squad factor that they did. But Villa, on the other hand, do now. So, yeah. But my guy's telling me Villa are going to win. But... They're riding high Villa at the moment, aren't they? Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Wolves have only really got sort of their new player Huang to uh, fall back on at the moment. Him and has obviously got his one goal. He might, and, uh, he might be a good fantasy pickup, Huang. Quickly, to, <laughs> quickly sign him. Go. I, I need a new striker. I need a new striker, man. So I might have to go for Huang. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, Jimenez is, he, he scored. The other, uh, we scored a couple of weeks ago. Now uh, looked to have a bit more form. Uh, he, the game after that he didn't score, but he was playing a bit better, I think, than he's been playing for over the last sort of couple of months. But yeah, they really haven't seemed to be able to bounce back from a couple of different things that have happened. With obviously Jimenez getting his injury, losing Jota. All that sort of stuff really—it's had a bit of an impact on them, and obviously, and losing Nuno. Um, I think the Villa are probably going to, well, yeah, Villa will win. <laughs> yeah, I think Dean Smith might have been right when he said this team's better than when they had Grealish. Mm. It is all well having like Grealish, who is obviously a fantastic player. No one's disputing that, but they have managed to put it, you know, put put that money around the team a little bit and 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 bolster areas where they. Mm. Uh, where they where they were lacking in, and then also you see like Matty Cash and people like this have just taken a step up this year as well. Um, so yeah, it's all good for Villa, man. It's all good. I hope I really want them to finish in the top ten this year and, and get you know start moving on. But uh, right, this is the last game, the last game, boys. Southampton versus Leeds. Um, a bit of a uh, this is a weird one, right? Because. Both teams have been pretty bad. I think there's a, they've only got one win between the two of them. I think Leeds and Southampton are still searching for their first win. Hassan Hootall, how he hasn't been mentioned around managers that are going to get sacked, baffles me. I thought, he was he survived? Be, I thought he was going to be the first manager to be sacked yeah. this season, but I was he's, wrong. He's, uh, he's, he survived two consecutive 9-0 losses to two different teams in two seasons. He... They haven't. They've sold their best players, and they haven't really invested that well. If we're being honest, um, I think Adam Armstrong was an impulse buy, and ultimately because you had teams like us that were looking at him and were close to signing him, which ultimately I'm now quite happy we didn't and went for Odson Edward. Um, but I don't know. They're just. I don't think he's a very good manager. If I'm being honest, um, they're still without Jack Stevens, and now Shea Adams has picked up an injury, so they're going to have to start Armstrong and. Whoever the hell else they've got up front, I don't even know. Gineppo, Gine- is that? I feel like he's a. Yeah, Shane Long as well. Yeah, oh, bloody Shane, Shane Long. Long. Okay. Bloody can't, hell. Help, can't hate Shane Long. Absolute <laughs> legend of the game. Um, but yeah, Leeds as well. In, the most inconsistent team in the Premier League. Um, amazing going forward, but horrible at the back. Even though they have Melier, who's an amazing goalkeeper that is probably going to for, play for a top 16 very soon. Um, yeah, they obviously haven't got Patrick Bamford, which is a huge miss, and potentially Rafinha as well. So if they've not got Bamford or Rafinha, I don't know if you can fancy Leeds to get a win at all, really. They have Calvin Phillips back now. But uh, but yeah, I mean, here's, here's a little fun fact before I throw to you guys. Leeds haven't beaten any team more than the Saints in the Premier League with 14 wins. So, you know, Leeds do get these wins against, against Southampton, but 
they're, they're, they're lacking some football and they're lacking some players. So where do you guys think that this game is going to go? It's quite a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's a bit unpredictable, really. Leeds could absolutely... Well, yeah, Leeds could get dominated by Southampton. But then again, it's like who Southampton got that are going to be doing the dominating. <laughs> Not many people. It's boring so... written all over it. Yeah, definitely. Nil-nil. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I just say that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Harry, how, you look bored even thinking about talking about this game, my man. It's Southampton, mate. I'm just not excited by them nah. at all. Um, I think Leeds win two 0 um, I feel like the way they play, you know, the passing intensity, high lines and stuff. I just think Southampton are going to be able to cope with that, even yeah. with the injuries. Well, I mean, they've both got injuries, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I like Leeds a lot, but it's just what is this inconsistency about them? Like, what is yeah. it? I've said it I, so I can't many put times. My finger they, on they've it. been like that. Was like that last year as well. When the first season back in the Prem, like they would just look. One week they look really good. The next week they look awful, and they just can't seem to find any consistency at all. At least be consistently good or consistently bad. Give us something to go off, please. But. Yeah, no, they don't seem to have done much improving, uh, if any, since uh, last year. No, they had a junior Furpo in, um, and I tell you what, there hasn't been as much bad press for Barcelona talent as there has been this summer. Play like junior Furpo, Emerson Royale. These players, just because they play for Barcelona, just. Doesn't mean they're good players. Well, when you see they play for Barcelona, awful. they were their parent club was Barcelona, but they were just out on loan constantly. Yeah, 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 they were. Out. I feel like Firpo played a bit last season because yeah, Emerson Royale's just been on loan the whole time. Basically. Yeah, mate, just because you're coming through La Masia does not mean that you uh, are, are any good at football. It has yeah. to be said now. This is not the old days of uh, of Barcelona where they were bringing through absolute gems every season. No. Or kind of because they've had this before, like Bojan. What a shit player he ended up being. Yeah. Um, well, I think. But yeah, they've got players like Pedri and uh, is G- Gavi. Is he playing for Gavi. Barca? Yeah. yeah. I think they've got a couple of decent sort of young players, but none of which are going to be coming to the Premier anytime soon, especially not Pedri. But... They might do if Barcelona somehow go under. That would be incredible. Um, but that will never happen. But um, yeah, and the only last game to really say is Norwich versus Brighton, and it's at Norwich, but Brighton should win. And if they don't, then they are as awful and as terrible as we think they are. So I don't know. Norwich are going on the way to definitely beating Derby's record of having the least points in a Premier League season. Um, which would be, what was it? Eight? Was it? Yeah, I think it was eight or nine. Eleven. Or oh. Eleven. Okay. Um, so yeah, they've got. They need ten more points to beat it. They've only got one point so far through seven weeks. Yeah, and that was so, against um, that was because they played Burnley. Nineteenth <laughs> versus twentieth. Yeah, absolutely awful. The game. relegation but, derby. Um, yeah, that's it for this week, boys. For this week's preview, um, it's been a quick one today because we've got other things going on and, and that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, it's been good chatting to you guys. Thanks for joining me today. No um, obviously, everyone's back. You can't be you can't be not happy right now because the Premier League is back. We're all we're all good, you know. No more boring internationals. No more Nations League. No more World Cup qualifiers for us to not watch and uh, try and squeeze an hour of content out. I didn't watch. Uh, I did not watch any international no, football. Me, me did I, me did I. I didn't even know the Nations League was on until it was like done. Basically, yeah. I, I was like, oh the, shit. I watched the England Andorra game, but other than that, <laughs> not much else. Yeah, nah. Uh, it's been it's been boring, but we're back. We're we're we have. It's only been a week, and I always feel like it's been way too long. Mm. And uh, but yeah, you know what to do, people. Follow, like, subscribe, hit notification bells, hit anything on Twitch, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. All the links are about down below and stuff, and bang, bang, bang on screens and all that. And uh, yeah. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys on f- uh, for Twitch for Twitchers, I guess we'll call them. Uh, we'll, we'll see you on Thursday. It is about it is on Tuesday, uh, mate. Honestly, <laughs> that's been what mate. Work has just got me not knowing what fucking day of the week it is at the yeah. moment. It's, it's getting on my nerves. Uh, it's Tuesday, we'll be back at six for your for your head top um, with a, a review of the week. And uh, yeah, you know, I've got to just get me out of it, boys. I've got to, I'm a brain melting. This will be out on oh, YouTube yeah. on Saturday lunchtime. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.